more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. We are heading for a top of the low 20s up and down the east coast of Australia today. If you're heading offshore south to southwesterly, winds about 10 knots tending south to southeasterly, 10 to 15 in the middle of the day, increasing, oh, sorry, decreasing to 10 knots late in the evening. A below one metre for the seas, partly cloudy, 60% chance of a shower. Just listening to the sport there in the news, uh, that one athlete that's going to have their last marathon. I don't know if you saw during the week how good. Kieran, you'll love this. Kieran, you'll absolutely love this. I don't know if you saw the story. An athlete got done, but took in a marathon. Well, did the start of the marathon, did the end of the marathon, but caught a car in between the two locations. I could do that. I could win a marathon. <laughs> so good, I. How good was that? How clever was that? Unfortunately, there was GPS tracking and, and the game got given away. But, yeah, that's that's what I'd do. Just start the race, hop in a car, you could drive me, and then we could just win marathon after marathon and become legends, get, get sponsored by some big multinational company and just cruise for the rest of our life. Sign me up. Sign you up? <laughs> you know what I'm keen to find out this morning? Uh, Steve Bowler was hanging around Sydney Harbour the other day with the kids, and I want to know, uh, did he manage to catch any fish? And if so, what sort? Uh, you know what? what? I reckon he would have shot a rabbit or two. In Sydney Harbour? Yep. Well, he's on the line. Let's find out. Good morning, Steve. How are you? I'm really well. No, I didn't shoot any rabbits. Uh, we got a, a few broom and a, a few trevally, actually. Oh, we, nice. Um, just went down to the fish markets and bought some uh, peeled king prawns and came back to the uh, cafe and had some donuts and uh, milkshakes and then went out and had a, a cheeky little fish and, and a bit of a walk around. And, yeah, it was a, a nice uh, morning. And then the, the next day, or that evening, you know, I had my mum decided to... Uh, have a, a little bit of a fall, and then uh, oh, no. out the next day. And, oh, it was just just a nightmare from from that time on. <laughs> you know, it was uh, very full on. But uh, back in Tenerfield uh, this week, and um, such an exciting time of year. You know, there, there, there's so much going on, uh, hunting and angling wise. It, it's exciting. I just love this time of year. It's cold enough that. Uh, the snakes are going away, but it's not too cold that it's uncomfortable to be out. Yeah, it's it's just a, a really good time of year, and the same is true of places like Sydney Harbour. It's it's a really nice uh, transition period from those sort of summer species into uh, your winter species. So you can get a great mixed bag of, of uh, fish. You know, uh, there's, there's so many opportunities to to uh, so. You know, look, Tuesday morning, you know, you've got the day off, go down to the dawn service, and then, uh, you know, why not uh, go out for a, a bit of a, a cheeky fish? You know, it's what, what people died to, to make sure that we can do. So, look, this is a great time of year to do it. There's uh, lots and lots of opportunities to do so. So, really um, looking forward to it. Uh, I'm sort of going to be going to the dawn service in Glen, and Christine uh, and the kids are doing the dawn service in March uh, up here in Tenerfield. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've got uh, a, a big Tuesday plan, and um, 
you know, it's it's important. It's uh, important to remember, you know, the, the people that have given us our freedom and, and um, you know, it's, in this uh, current world, I think it's important to remember why we want to try and do everything we can to avoid that sort of, uh, you know, unnecessary war again. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the key, isn't it, too, Steve? This is not about glorifying war. This is about remembering those that, that gave up their lives in a war that, that wasn't of their own doing. It, you know, it was political. And the lesson we need to learn from the First and Second World War is let's not have a third. No, 100%. 100%. And I think, uh, you know, it, it would uh, behoove... Uh, a lot of uh, our world leaders to remember that, but uh, unfortunately, while uh, I think the New South Wales uh, politicians get the, the copy of the High Tide uh, radio, I don't think the uh, the world leaders do. It's a bit of a shame. But uh, speaking of that, we heard from the, the fisheries minister. Have we got a, a definite uh, time? Next week. Uh, we've got next week. Uh, Pete Turnell on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, around about 6.30, 20 past 6, with a Turnell on. The lady, um, Sarah Moriarty, the new minister, just said that she would like to just settle in a, a little bit more and then come on the program. All right. Well, let's hope that she's, you know, settled in and, and has got some really good news for, for the listeners because, uh, you know, we, we could uh, really use some, you know. Uh, I think everyone's a bit shy of, um, you know, fisheries ministers getting in there and, and doing some interesting things. And I say that of, of, you know, politicians of both persuasions. Like we've had some, some very. Well, we have heard labor. in the past, uh, let's say, promises <clears throat> of things that were going to happen. That just never happened. Oh yeah, and and you know, fisheries ministers that sort of listen to, you know, left wing bureaucrats that have been there since you know Adam was a boy. You know, you had Noel Blair that you know almost shut down the entire fishing, recreational fishing sector in, in Sydney Harbour for crying out loud. You know, uh, and 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 things like that. You just sort of look at and just go, oh, come on, guys, you know, you you need to do better. We we can have the world's best fishery sustainably managed and uh, you know in place. We can have our cake and eat it too. We really can, and uh, we've, we've just got to think outside the box. And uh, you know, hopefully, um, um, you know, Moriarty is going to be of that persuasion. So we'll we'll find out. It's, it's well, going to I be, think uh, an interesting we'll time. have a bit of a bit of input there as mm. well. Well, All right, guys. Well, I better let you uh, get on with your, your show. It's um, going to be a, a good day. I think I'm going to, you know, wander back uh, into bed for a bit and then get up and, and make some pancakes today. I think oh, listen, I, I need a witness, so mm-hmm. I'll use you as a witness, Steve. That I do apologise to all school teachers <laughs> for my. Uh, well, Grant, what word do I need to say there? <laughs> oh, I do apologise for my outburst. I'm saying that well, they, they, have, they get it too easy. 
as I was corrected by Tanya Yori, uh, and she was right. Other other people have contacted me and said, you know, that lady was right, Kieran, you're wrong. Okay, yeah, Kieran mate. pops that. Honestly, <laughs> and I apologise. I, I love my kids, Kieran, I really do. But uh, hanging out with them five days a week for, for eight hours a day would be pretty painful. Hanging out with other people's kids for, you know, eight hours a day, five days a week, that's, uh, and, you know, multiple other people's kids, I, you know. And no. Steve, is it, is it just the kids that are the problem or is it the parents? Oh, it's definitely the parents as My well. son Johnny should have blah, 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 blah. No, yeah. your son Johnny's no, not. My son's an angel. Yeah. You know? yeah. He's never done anything money. wrong. Put down that submachine gun, please. You know, like, just come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I wouldn't do that. I know quite a few teachers, uh, one who's a, uh, I think, a principal now in actual fact, and, yeah, you can keep that job. I, I don't envy them at all. Somebody somebody once offered me uh, a bus driving gig, and I was like, no way would I ever want to be a bus driver, school bus driver. No, thank you. Oh. I used to pity our guys that were, you know, we'd all be in the in the bus screaming at the top of our voices, and this poor bus driver would be just trying to concentrate on driving the bus down the road. Oh, yeah. And you go, nah, no, not paid enough. That's uh, for sure. Well, yeah. the good news is, Stevie, and we do appreciate your time this morning. At least, uh, at least, Kieran didn't ask you for a reference, right? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> See you later. All right, bye-bye. This is High Tide, 15 after 5. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option. And with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691 413. That's 0. 429-691-413. The legendary Don McLean starry, starry night. is returning for his farewell tour of Australia to celebrate the 50th anniversary of American Pie. And I love you so. Saturday, April 22 at the Sydney Coliseum, Broody Hill. Tickets on sale now at oneworldentertainment.com.au. I started singing bye. Don McLean, last shows ever in Australia. Get your tickets now. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au. One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au A practical, inexpensive Mother's Day gift idea is Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. If you, your mum or someone else you know suffers from arthritis and other aches and pains, Stiff, Sore and Sorry is the gift that keeps on giving. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to the website Love Oil Collection.
You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here, and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33 33. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au This is 2SM Sydney More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 18 minutes after five here on High Tide. Grant Boyden and Kieran Riki with you today. As we look out at the moment, Kieran, as mentioned a little bit earlier, there is still a strong wind warning current uh, for the Byron Coast, and it's a bit blowy up your way as well. It certainly is. And... Um Look, the, when we talk to Swanee, he's, he's been speaking to most of the people around. He'll give us a full update, but mainly fishing the rivers up here has been the, the way to go. We have John Karakasanis online. Good morning, Karat. How are you, bud? I'm good, champion. Yourself? Are mm. you the Lone Ranger today? I'm the Lone Ranger today. I finally managed to get Kieran up the coast to where the, the weather's a little bit warmer and it's a bit easier on the bones. Oh, especially for him. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I feel the cold too, so he's not on his Pat Malone there. Hawkesbury Gold <laughs> Cup today, or Hawkesbury have got a standalone meet. He can't help but think about Brian Fletcher at times like this. He was really uh, a, a great navigator of uh, of getting this meeting up and going and, and getting the prominence about it that it's got and, of course, being picked up by a standalone Saturday meeting is always good. And we have to point out, Carrots, that race four on the program is the Blakes Marine Benchmark 78 handicap over 1,800 metres as well. But what do you like today? Well, I've actually got a tip in, in that race because I always try to find the winner for, for uh, Alan in his uh, race that he sponsors. Yeah. Uh, last year I tipped the winner, so let's hope we do it again. It's not my best bet of the day, but I'm just, for the sake of uh, tipping uh, a, a horse in, in that race, it's Osbred Flirt. Osbred Flirt, number eight. Race four, number eight at Hawkesbury today. Osbred Flirt, Brett Preble to ride. Uh, Brad Whittup, the trainer of that one. Last start winner, too. Yeah, yeah. Good horse. Race is on pace, so it should be certain. Um, my other my other good thing in, in uh, at that meeting is in race one, Zardozzi. Okay, we're going nice and early here. Zardozzi, number two. So race one, number two. It's uh, Chad Schofield to ride for Jay Cummings. Yeah, and... Two starts, two wins. Nice. Yeah, nice horse. Um, And in uh, Hawkesbury Guineas. In the Guineas, race number seven on the program. Yeah, Hawaii 5-0. (laughs) <laughs> Hawaii Five O, yeah, um, a horse that um, 
Uh, Natural Will has got the ride, Gay and Adrian have got this one. It is race seven, number seven. Five starts, one win, three minor placings, including a good uh, last performance over 1,400 in a three-year-old company. Finishing second at Ramwick on the uh, inner. Yep. And now for my best bet of the day. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to have to go to Mornington in the Mornington Cup. Mornington? Wasn't expecting that. Okay, Mornington Cup, which will be race number eight. It's their standalone down there. Uh, uh, Yeah, in that race, uh, he's a shocker. It's about $4. He's a shocker. Number five. Yep, number five. He's a shocker. Mm, mm. Now that's Blake Shin on board. It's for uh, the price camp. It's uh, four dollars twenty-two. So not bad odds about that. Having its twentieth start here today, the five-year-old gelding. Nice. Comes out of very strong races, so uh, I'm expecting it to be very, very hard to beat. And it was up uh, up racing in uh, Group One company up here in Sydney too, where it finished fourth at Ramwick. Um, going down to yeah. Dubai Honor, so you can't be too disappointed with that. Not beaten by a massive amount either. No, uh, he only, only Animo finished just ahead of him, so... Yeah. Very, very strong form lines, and the price is good, and uh, the trainers are the best, and Blake Shin's one of the best in the business. Mm. So the price... Uh Camp have that five-year-old gelding in, in pretty good forms. One over 1,600, 2,000 and So recapping, carrots and bananas like Sydney, Hawkesbury, race four, number eight, race one, number two, and the best bet is race seven, number seven. And on the Mornington Peninsula, we head to Mornington, uh, race eight, number five. At Mornington, they'll be racing on a soft five, as they will at Hawkesbury today as well. Good punting, my friend. Good luck. All the best. Take it easy, brother. We'll talk soon. John Karakasana's there with his thoughts on today's racing. And nice of him to try and pick one up in Blakey's race. Yeah, I think that's good. And it's, it has got good form. It has and got it suits, good. The name suits him. A nice bread flirt. <laughs> Ooh. Cats away, the mice will sledge him, right? Is that how it works? Something like that. Something like that. Just wait. It's only you got me up just a while back before there on a speaking seat. There you go, Kieran. You lost the control of the buttons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'll notice we'll we'll time out perfectly to every break now because I can just pull your fader down. See, you've you've created a monster. You have, Very good. You have created a monster. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk to another monster in a moment, aren't we? Yes. Yes, we are. That we are. Just waiting to catch up with PJ. He uh, said he'd be in the depot oh, probably in around a couple of minutes from now, so we're just going to stand by and uh, see if we can get him online and, and get that one sorted. But as we said a little bit earlier, we're on our way up to a high tide at 9.48, and that tide is going to be a one5 Four eight a meter tide, so about a meter or so uh, from high, from low to high, and, and another low around about uh, three thirty this afternoon of point five four of a meter. Do you prefer the high or low tide when it comes to fishing, Kieran? Where do you have the most success? Top of the tide. Top of the tide. Yeah. You don't see. So you don't have to walk out as far. I get it. <laughs> That's true as well. Yeah. And we're officially. <laughs> if you're fishing on the beach. Hmm. Very good, but the low tide's the time you need to walk along the beach 
and just have a look and see where the flat is have been lying. Yeah, and and really good way of of working out where all the banks are, so you can get into the gully and have your 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 tackle taken yeah. out. And you see that, and folks, if you're a swimmer, just remember the fish swim along in those little channels, and the bigger fish, and the bigger fish is what which is commonly called a shark, and the bronze whaler sharks have been very prominent on the beaches all the way from Queensland right down to Victoria. And okay, that's the reports. The people are saying, whoo, plenty of bait fish, naturally, plenty of sharks, but the bronze whaler is the one that's been in close. And especially up here at Main Beach, like with the uh, everybody's so uh, up and down in the air, oh, wow, look at the whales, look at the whales. Well, right out amongst all those whales, there's some very large sharks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kieran, with... I've got to tell you this, that uh, spoke to Rodney down at Harry's Bait and Tackle at 17 Glide Street, Bateman's Bay, and he said, Kieran, look, just fish the river, there's brim, flooded, trevally, plenty of jewfish, uh, fish off the tea wharf or the rock walls, off the beaches have been tailor, salmon, brim, flooded, and again, he's the one that said, mate, bronze whaler sharks, they are plentiful. And uh, no reports from outside because it's too rough. And further south down at Naruma, out of the ocean hut, the complete angler down there, fish the lakes, uh, the river where the runs into the lakes. They've been good for flathead, Taylor, Trevally and, and whiting. The beaches have had salmon, Taylor, Trevally, whiting and brim. Um, and and leave the rest alone and, until later in the week when the weather improves. And Kieran, worth mentioning at the moment too. What you've read out seems like it could be okay, but I I wouldn't trust it. I would wait till daybreak and make a decision. Okay, just check your phone, buddy. Just check your phone. It's just uh, sort of uh, dropped out. Mate, yesterday I was watching a, a video online. I'm sure it was from Port Macquarie where a guy on the run-out tide had got it wrong and ended up turning his uh, boat into a semi-convertible by hitting the bridge. It was stuck up against the bridge. Quite a precarious position. So uh, if you are heading out today, do take note of those currents, particularly in the estuaries. A great estuary to go fishing is just up the coast from Sydney around about the Salamander area. Matt from Salamander Bait and Tackle joins us online. G'day, sir. How are you? Good morning. Hey. Hello. Happy Saturday, people. Happy Saturday to you too. How have you been? Oh, not too bad, thank you, Grant. Yes, it's. Um, I don't know what it's like in Sydney, but it's quite mild up here this morning. I've got to say about 15 degrees, and uh, we're going to get a few showers hanging around, but uh, all in all, not too bad. It was not as bad as it looked at the beginning. Last weekend of school holidays too, so um, we've got, uh, uh, they say moderate winds, 11 knots from the southeast, and then your seas are probably about 1.5, so not too bad. We've got a few boats going out this morning. There was a few went out yesterday, um, a few showers around yesterday, but all in all, pretty good weather-wise. Um, now, what happened? Uh, has Kieran done the tides yet this morning? Uh, I did the tides. Kieran's just, he's up on holidays now, Matt. Oh, we're yeah, just we're absolutely like useless. Like he's got that, that, that where we used to with kids and we put a string and two um, tin cans together at that reception. Um, but 
Uh, maybe it's because they don't do daylight savings up there. That's why it's taking so long to get through. Yeah, I, I, just, I just think he's in chill-out mode. You know what it's like. Yeah, high tide at 9.48 today, 1.48 of a metre. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, and then you've got a low this afternoon, 3.30, another high, just around 10 o'clock. So conditions not too bad and tides not too bad either. You've got rising tide in the morning and the evening after the sun goes down. Um, what's been happening on that? They're starting to get a few fish off the beach, which is good, because the beach fishing for summer has been a bit rubbish, actually, it's, and it's one of my favourite spots and times to have a fish for whiting. But the guys have been going down Berube and getting a, starting to get a couple of brim in good condition, which at this time of year would be about right. Um, few a few odd whiting still hanging around, um, but mainly more of the brim. Um, they're using uh, worm baits, but I think this is a time of year to transition, really, to your crustaceans off the beach, yabbies, pippies, um, even those king prawns we get from Newcastle. Some of the guys come in and take those down the beach, which is not something I'd recommend, but the brim take them because they, they're a crustacean as well. Um, some tailor around Fingal Bay, some tailor around Box Beach. Uh, Peter Silcock's been getting out um, up around Middle Island. Uh, with some nice dewfish, nothing over about um, 11 kilos, but they're a nice eating fish. The old roughly 20-pound dewfish is probably the way to go, actually. Um, also, the Prince from Shell Bay, he's been getting up around the islands up there, um, around Broughton, the V and the 21 as well. A nice snapper, to, he dropped off a couple of snapper, 50 centimetres each, exactly they were. And I must say, I think, for, take a few fillets off those and you've got a perfect eating size snapper. Um, or you do actually, I must say, even after filleting them, and I'm not too bad. I'm pretty good with the old filleting. Uh, you still waste a lot of fish, with yeah. unintent- unintentionally, of course. But um, I mean, they might lend. Next one I get, I might wrap him up and put him on the barbecue because I think uh, you'll get a much better feed out of that. That's just a just a thought. But I had those last night for dinner, and I must say they're very nice. I haven't had snapper for a while. I do take the skin off though. I find them a, can be a little metallicy. Yeah. From time to time, from time to time. But uh, it's but um, it was good without the skin on. Um, now, what happened in the bay? Still some garfish around Shell Bay Wharf. The odd blackfish starting to appear. They'll probably line up with the brim. So uh, when you start getting a few more brim in there, we'll start seeing a few more blackfish into, where are we, the 22nd of April. Probably, look, another, I'll say another good month. I'll be conservative and say I think they'll be, hopefully they're on boiling their heads off by that point, but it might be a bit earlier um, than that. So you can start trying the main break wall or the anchorage break wall for blackfish. Probably cabbage. I prefer cabbage to use for bait all year round, but definitely at the beginning of the year because they're travelling fish and they've just come in out of the ocean. So um, I reckon I'd have a crack with a cabbage. Burly heavy when you start, uh, especially when there's only patchy a few around. And I don't mind a bit of aniseed in the burley, so we put a little bit of aniseed oil in there. Not too much because it's super strong. Um, what else was going on? Flathead still. Even though we're talking really about winter species, the guys still over at the shortcut getting some really nice flathead. Um, well, various types of plastics. They're using the old clone prawn, the, um, the pro-lure one, and that's been um, actually doing very well, I've got to say. So um, various colours. They're trying all of them and getting mixed results, but they're getting a good number of flathead over there. The boulders were producing some flathead and um, brim during the week. And last but not least, off the racket, salamander throughout the week. Um, there was a few long-tailed tuna sighted. Um, a few guys caught them on flies, uh, the saltwater flies. Uh, they got the heavier fly gear, so that was the first one they've caught on those, um, about the 11 kilo mark. So they're a big fish, actually. There's a couple taken off the little beach wharf as well as off the break wall, too. So they're in the bay. 
feeding on bait schools in there. Fair, fair few tail hanging around in there too, so you've got a bit of a mix of everything. And the weekends, overcast conditions are pretty good for fishing, so I think you're going to get the next three days. It's going to be a bit cloudy, so could be the way to go, I'd say. There you go. Nice report. Thank you very much, sir. I'm just, before you ask, I'm just about to put up Carrot's tips on the Facebook page, so uh, they will no be problem. up there momentarily. Right, well, I'll get Tony's going to open in the morning so he can ask you how, how much we won. <laughs> Perfect. Have a good day, mate. Right, okay, right, fellas, you too. All the best. Talk to you tomorrow. Matt from Dove Salamander Bait and Tackle there. If you want to go visit them, 163 Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, or give them a call on 4982071K. Ricky, how's your phone? Yeah, mate. That's bad. better. That's good. That's uh, good. It's when you just switch to uh, wait to bring somebody on that it fades away. Oh, okay, but well, we won't bring anyone on then. Okay, now. We won't bring anyone. Your volume's picked up dramatically when you bring somebody online. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm blowing you out of the water, am I? No, no. It's good. I don't have to put a hearing aid in. (laughs) 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 Oh, Many would have comment to say on that, I can assure you, Karen. Many would have comment to say on that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more on High Tide right after this. It's now 26 minutes away from six. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story, and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club.
It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could it is 23 minutes away from 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock, we'll update the latest news for you. Uh, Kieran Riki, a big weekend this weekend. Uh, just incidentally, Kieran, just for your notification, uh, apparently it's pretty hard to park a uh, B-double truck, so we're, we're standing by for, for PJ to join us. In the meantime, though, uh, it has been a... Oh, no, it's, well, it's been a busy season for Marine Rescue, but it's going to continue to this weekend with uh, many people taking a four-day break uh, on over the next couple of days to uh, finish off the boating season. And uh, we thought this morning we'd catch up with uh, Mid-North Coast Zone Deputy Operations Manager Rodney Page, who joins us online to chat about that. Good morning, Rodney. How are you? Uh, good morning, Grant. I'm pretty bloody nice, mate. How are you? <laughs> pretty bloody nice. I tell you, just before we start talking about the weekend, um, a big ceremony, Alex Burrell, the boss fellow, was down in Canberra yesterday, I think it was, and uh, some some medals uh, handed out to some of the service people there. And in particular, I'm talking about Karen, who uh, uh, picked up a medal. Too. Good to see the volunteers, especially ones that have been around for, for as long as she has, getting some sort of recognition for their service. Oh, isn't it ever? We've got about 25% of our membership uh, coming up um, uh, as uh, female in our membership present, and, um, and we're pretty proud of that. We've got our doors open to um, to everyone, of course, and um, and recognising the membership for their their efforts, like Karen. Um, is uh, is an absolute pleasure to see, and and a hard worker too. I think it was uh, been around for about ten years or something. That's a long time to dedicate yourself to a voluntary organisation, isn't it? Oh, it is. And of course, Karen was played a um, a major role in um, in the fires down in Bermagui when they went through in the 19, 2019, 2020 bushfires. She was. Um, uh, a, a coxswain within the unit, and she's now a unit commander of that unit. So she's come a long way in the 10 years. Yeah, outstanding. Hey, look, so far this season, uh, this boating season, which uh, kicked off last year, 3,000-odd rescues have been conducted. I, around about the 800 mark have been, um, you know, life-threatening uh, situations. But we've got a four-day weekend for some. Not for me, Rodney. Not for me. Not for you, but for yeah, some, a four-day exactly. weekend. I suppose you're expecting it to be pretty busy out there. Yeah, and we're pretty concerned too. You know, with the, we got some blows up there uh, coming into the uh, you know up to the Cape Byron coast, and the winds um, is what catches a lot of people out. They go out. It's kind of a little benign in the morning, and then it, it starts picking up around ten, eleven o'clock. Uh, and we like to see the boaters get their um, get themselves back in there in pretty soon rather than get caught out in that change. It can be quite easy. You've got your head down, you're on, and uh, you just don't want to let go and come home. And people let the uh, let the you know the, the weather come in behind them and and they get caught out, and that's pretty dangerous. 
when we say we've had 800 life-threatening, you know, I'd like to think um, that uh, all 3,000 of those rescues could potentially have become life-threatening in themselves. It's a long way out there without an engine. Yeah, and you, you don't you don't sit there and go, oh, this one's not life-threatening. We'll get there when we can. It's you you don't know how quickly things can escalate on the water. So every call is treated with the highest priority. Oh, absolutely. Like um, you know, you, you kind of think that you you should be able to just drop an anchor and wait for us to turn up. But you know, when you've got no power and the seas start to to come at you. Even on anchor, you can find yourself in a um, pretty darkly situation. So our um, our volunteers are ready to ready to roll, ready to come out and save lives on the water, and uh, all over the weekend. So if boaters would just log on, let us know when you're expected to come home. We know when to start looking if you don't, and we also know where if you tell us that bit of information, either on the app or using a VHF 16 radio, and um, that would be a really good thing where we play a backup. It's, uh, it's uh, paid for itself so many times. And if you're a bit shy about talking over a radio, which can be a little bit intimidating, the app's the way to go. I mean, it, as a motorbike rider, we have what we call uh, latte riders, which are people that, uh, you know, work in office blocks in the city as stockbrokers or whatever, and once every six months they get out on their motorbike and see if they can break the speed of sound. And in in the marine world, it's not that dissimilar. You can go long periods without going out on your boat. Grab that app and log on and just let them know what you're doing. If you if you think, okay, yeah, look, I'll be back at 3 o'clock and it's 2 o'clock, you can update it. You can let them know, okay, we're going to stay out here for because the fishing's good. We're going to stay out for a, a little bit longer. And it's a good way of doing it for those that are a bit intimidated uh, by talking on the radio. That's exactly right. The, the app also, if you allow it, it'll ping your position every 10, 15 minutes or so and and that way, if something was to happen, we know exactly where your last position was, and it makes finding you easier. And and for those latte riders, I, I like <laughs> what you're doing there, uh, mate. That's that that's um, come. <clears throat> they, those kind of people really do present a problem. What I see happening an awful lot is they've got their boat sitting under a tree at the background of cover. They'll grab it, throw some fuel in it, and head off, not knowing or realizing the condition of the battery, or even the fuel. You might put good fuel over the top of bad fuel and you get a fuel blockage. Batteries and fuel are two of our major causes uh, for people needing assistance come in. So big advice there. Make sure you run your motor and check it over. There's batteries and fuel and life jackets and survival gear, extra water, just to be sure. Because if you've only got one motor... Uh, mate, you're in big trouble if that does not want to start coming home and that happens so often. And speaking of upgrades, if you do volunteer uh, for Marine Rescue, you, you, you won't necessarily be working in a tin shed in somebody's backyard because things have been on the improve at quite a few locations. You've got a new centre at Pittwater and you've got a new vessel uh, about to come online for Port Stephens as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, we've got um, probably one of the most advanced... Uh, well, I reckon we've got the most advanced rescue uh, equipment in our radio bases with our AIS tracking and um, and all the radios that you can poke a stick at. Uh, and, and, of course, as you say, Port Stephens are getting a new vessel. We're always upgrading our vessels throughout the fleet. 
um, you know, like 10-year-old vessel is getting a bid on for the reliability that we need. Yeah. And, and Port, port Stevens is a very busy port, uh, as is, you know, Bermagui with Karen down there and Coffs Harbour, Port Macquarie, Tweed Heads, all the way down to Eden. Well, Rodney, I hope you have, and I say this in the nicest possible way, an absolutely boring weekend with nothing exciting <laughs> going on whatsoever for you and your team. But I know it won't absolutely. be like that, but, hey, thank you all for doing what you do. Much appreciated. And we appreciate your time at Ungodly Hour in the Morning this morning too. Yeah, and it's good to know that as the boat ramp fills up, uh, the log on start occurring, and uh, and we like to see that so uh, we can... Uh, Look, look after the interests of our boating community, both sailing and fishing. I love that you've included sailing. Thank you, Rodney. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a sailing boat myself, and um, and uh, I just remind everyone, you know, your life jacket never spoils a day on the water. Nah. And I'll tell you, after a few minutes, you've forgotten you're even wearing it. But you'll soon know, if you fall in the water, you'll know all about it if you're not wearing one. And especially so. as the water gets colder too, because when you hit that water, there's that... <gasps> that can Absolutely, really take yeah. the wind out of you. Yeah, that hypothermic shock can bring people to a standstill. And that's pretty bad if you haven't got a jacket on to start with. Kieran? Yeah, I was just going to say to you yachties who want everything for nothing, including the... The wind Here to blow you to where you want to go. Yeah, the do you know how much it costs to don't catch sink that as wind? much as they used to do with the new outboards and the motors that they're putting into boats today. Um, yeah. Their economy. Very, very reliable. Um, we, we've seen the change. Well, I have seen the change in the last 17 years where in the engines were the problem they were breaking down. Not so anymore. The engines are very reliable. And it comes down to a lot of the times, most of the times, human error, little mistakes. Rodney, really appreciate your time this morning. Have a great weekend. Yeah, and great weekend all about us. Stay safe, put your jacket on, check your fuel and batteries, and we hope we don't see you out there. Thanks, Grant. Very, very wise advice. Mid-North Coast Zone Deputy Operations Manager Rodney Page for Marine Rescue joining us online this morning. Time for a break. It's 13 minutes away from six. Every weekend, 2SM has Sydney talking. Join Pete Davis Saturday morning from 7. Do you think there may be some sort of leadership challenge to Scott Morrison before the next federal election? I, I think it probably would be political suicide. Join Dave Cochran Sunday afternoons. Do you feel an interpretation can be made now from this state level, from the by-elections, to possibly a federal level? I will dread an Albanese ALP a government. 2SM has Sydney talking. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. 
Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. If you're involved in the recovery phase following the recent devastating floods, be it the Floodplain Management Australia National Conference. Floodplain Management Australia is a not-for-profit association with a network of practitioners who seek to share their knowledge in reducing the impact of flooding. Be it Sydney's Lunar Park Conference Centre from May 23rd to 26th. You go to floodplainconference.com or you can phone 02665098800. Lucy was just five when she was removed from her parents after years of trauma and neglect. Her elderly grandparents took her into their care but they were desperate for help to meet her needs. Thanks to Mission Australia, they're now wrapped in a blanket of support and Lucy has transformed into a happy, healthy girl. Help vulnerable Australian children and their grandparents when crisis hits. Call 1-800-888868 or visit missionaustralia.com.au to donate today. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues packed full of savings in inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM, 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 10 minutes away from 6 at 6. We'll update the network news for you. But right now we're going to update what's happening in the trucking world and the fishing world. PJ, you are with us. Pulled over to the side of the road, I believe. How are you, champ? No, 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 no. I'm I'm in depot. In the depot? I've I've changed trailers. The fella's gone on his way to Brisbane. I'm just... uh... Feed my face. Now, Kieran, I did have a chat with PJ yesterday. I know he has been out fishing during the week, and I know he's had success. Well, if he doesn't have success, nobody should bother going. <laughs> well, that's, that's not exactly true, because on Tuesday, um, I caught up with Steve Yorry, Paul Chambers, and I went down to Foster, and we fished the blackfish. I got the weed on Monday, and... Um, I was just a bit of a speculator. I heard there was the odd fish being caught down there, and so I I dropped one, and then um, Steve Yorry got a decent fish, which is the first time on do he's ever fished for blackfish under a float and with green weed. So he got his first on 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 nigger gear, and Paul got one, and I uh, I unfortunately didn't. So we moved spots, and I ended up getting two throwbacks, but um, so nothing to take home. But um, things changed for the better. And on uh, what's today? Today's Saturday. Today, um, on Thursday, Lee uh, Tanya and we uh, we we discussed your uh, your terrible comments about teachers. Oh, he's on the he's on the blacklist. He's got detention. 
Well, well, as I said to Tanya, I said the old school teachers, I said they're leaving in droves, unfortunately, and uh, there's a few bad ones out there that are uh, still in the system. I know of one case where some students at a, at a, a high school uh, were singled out and said, you guys are voting age now, uh, we would like you to vote. And teachers shouldn't be doing that. And so I know a complaint went in to the education department about that teacher. Teachers are there to educate, not to indoctrinate. And, and unfortunately, social engineering started 20 years ago in the schools with this, oh, you know, you've got rights and all that sort of stuff. And parents gleefully handed over discipline of the kids and educating their kids to the teachers without having too much of a say. And uh, and now we've got people that are coming out um, that we know are all too important. You can't tell them what to do. They expect $100,000 after they leave school. But anyway... So you have met me. Still in the system. <laughs> so you have met me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, um, back to the fishing. No, I'm Steve and Tanya and I. Um, went, and I think it was Sandbar Beach. I'm not quite sure. I hadn't been there before, but... Um, yeah, we, uh, we've got um, blackfish, we've got brim, we've got tailwind, we've got dart, um, a trevally. We, we had a ball. We had an absolute ball. And um, Steve cut a bit of kunzi and that, that was the gun bait. And, um, I, I, I gave him a bit of a tip. Like Steve had um, a pyramid sinker above a hook. And what I was fishing is a pea-sized ball sinker on top of a 2 right on the hook. And let that bait waft around in the wash. And yeah, I won't mention the numbers of fish, but Steve got an education to say that. And um, he's now converted over to the fishing life. So um, we, we know that that's a tried and true system. So we, we fished really, really well. And um, I was at the old bar tab fishing comp weekend this weekend. I was going to have a fish, but I've got to do three legs today. So Oh, busy day. Yeah, so Taroo, Grafton, back to Taroo. I'll get back up to Grafton this afternoon. I'll uh, have a couple of hours left in my book, but I'll go to bed. And um, then I've got a set of trailers coming out of Brisbane. They'll be here at midnight. They've got to be in Sydney at 8. So I'm down to Taroo and someone can run them down to Sydney. So. Mm. Time slots. It's all fun. <laughs> Just too true. Too true. But um, fishing-wise, yeah, like there's been some... some Good flathead caught in the river after the river's starting to clear up, and those um, shallower margins that have still got a bit of colour. So around that three foot of watermark, it's still a bit of colour there. But the vibrating lures and baits are working really well. You know, so if you've got a smelly bait that's got some scent on it, like pilly fillets and um, mullet gut, blackfish gut, um, they're the ones that are working. The brim and the flathead are biting. When we went down to Foster, the, the water's gin clear. I mean, you could see the bottom of the of, of the seabed underneath the trawlers up around Tunkari Wharf, and um, you could see the grey nurse swim through on the break wall opposite the marine rescue. And uh, interesting point: while I was on the headland above um, above uh, Town Beach, I was went and got some uh, blackfish weed off the rocks there, and I was looking down and. Man, oh man, I wouldn't be swimming there at the moment because they you know, yeah, for me, there's a great white that was swimming through. But uh, they're naturally going to be there because of the uh, the mullet schools that are, uh, are still running. And don't forget, they are brimming our blackfish. They'll be moving along the coast. As a matter of fact, Steve, Tanya and I saw a school of blackfish in the corner of the beach. And what they were doing, because the sea was pretty big, there was uh, the foam that you get 
that's washed up off the beach and it had little bits of green algae in it. They were sitting on the surface slurping that off from underneath, you know. But uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go swimming near any river mouth or any schools of bait fish at the moment. No. Uh, that, that fella that I saw at Foster was a very, very decent shark. So, you know, like that's not a case of, you know, you lose a finger or two, you, you'll just about cut your in half. Yeah. Pete, and not worth the risk, PJ. Hey, Peter. Yeah. So you're someone who has fished the Hawkesbury for many, many years. Current, we're going to have to come back to that question when we catch up with PJ tomorrow. I'm afraid it's uh, okay. See, so he's not anywhere near a, a clock. PJ, he can't see. It's seven to six, isn't it? Yeah, eight, no, no, it's not. no, no. It's uh, three minutes away. No, but, buddy, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thank you for your time. I do appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. There he is, PJ joining us. He'll be back uh, tomorrow too, and we'll uh, get Kieran to ask that question. Got a message for Kieran, and it'll come his way straight after the news. You want to hear this?